Welcome to the third series of the Coffee and Conversation podcast, the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen. As with the first two series, this podcast provides a space for some fabulous people to share their stories and find a voice within our ever-changing world. This third series is presented under the working title of Get On With It, in recognition of the second Creative Bravery Festival taking place later this year. I have so much gratitude for all the Creative Bravery Collective and the Campfire crew who continue to meet twice weekly in our brilliant virtual space. This series is for all of you and aims to celebrate some of the simply awesome people within this network who continue to do amazing things every single day. Happy listening. My guests today are Alex Bowie, Bianca Peel and Claire Young. Our paths have connected over the past 18 months in various online campfire conversations and the magical, mystical space that is AOB. All three women are caring, compassionate, courageous human beings and I love having them in my life. Today, in anticipation of two special events we are collaboratively running this week as part of the 2021 Creative Bravery Festival, we are again talking about love. Join us to see where our meandering curiosity and intrigue leads us in the next 20 minutes. Welcome to this part two of Love Chat. Um, As we get ready for the coffee and conversation campfire and also this much I know about love sessions uh, this week. And so for this uh, second conversation, I am joined by Bianca, Alex and Claire. And as with the first one, we're just going to share quotes about love and yeah see where it see where it leads us so I have a I'm gonna I'm gonna start because like normally I don't get to share one so here we go and I'm not going to explain much more about this but I saw this and thought it was fabulous it says love is friendship that has caught fire Um, and it's by Anne Landers and I just kind of thought that feels like a really yeah really relevant um new friends um who've been sparked over the last uh 12 months or so through through the Creative Bravery Festival. And I think that, yeah, that just felt really apt for me. Um, so I'm going to say nothing more. But let's go. Let's right Now, Alex, I know you have been pondering your quote long and hard and have about 16 books on your um, table ready to go to, to choose from. So <laughs> tell us your quote, why you've chosen it, and then we'll we'll see what that sparks for the rest of us. Okay. If someone is a great human being, it can only mean one thing, they were loved. And that's from Sue Gerhardt's book, Why Love Matters, How Affection Shapes a Baby's Brain, which is, I think I've chosen it because I feel that this book has really um, got me thinking over the past few years about that necessity for love and actually the sort of scientific benefits for it as well and you know how we are molded into human beings who can you know tolerate the world and how actually just staring adoringly at your baby and responding to it to them is really important well and you know we have to share this Alex because that feels very apt as well especially given where you're heading off to after we've recorded this (laughs) podcast (laughs) yeah I'm off to watch my friend's trying to be a midwife so I'm going to watch a film about birth and making childbirth a better experience apparently I don't know I'll I'll I'll, I'll see what happens <laughs> so that does feel I feel something weirdly connected there maybe that yeah, was subconsciously yeah. influencing you mm. yeah so Claire what's what what do you think hearing that quote and then then maybe share us with yours so what's that spark in your brain 
Just oh, so the that's the book that that I read just before I became um, a mother, and similarly, like, has really kind of shaped my thinking in that sense of how much we are formed by the relationships that we exist in. I think we, our culture can so much be about the individual and the individual story and the individual's journey and the individual's growth. But when we actually start to understand ourselves in like a relational field and start to understand what a gift it is to listen deeply to someone or to, even if their experience or emotions are making you feel uncomfortable to actually breathe out and absolutely hear their experience rather than tell them they are feeling something else or they it's not pain it's discomfort or it's I didn't offend you because I didn't mean to offend you like kind of that real space to be intentional about how we show up for each other um I think celebrating that more making it more visible is really important I think it's also important that it, it can be a scary quote to hear if you don't feel you're someone who has been loved or has had the love that you deserve particularly as a little person, because it can sound quite difficult. So there is, while understanding that damage that can be done by a lack of love, I think it's also important that we really hold and celebrate that there are so many different ways and people that can show up and bring love into our lives. And I do think there are some people who manage to spark it, spark the fire in themselves um, or, yeah, kind of pull on it from different people. But I think it's such an important quote just to actually start to celebrate togetherness and relationship more in what forms a person mm. and Bianca's smiling as she's listening to both of you talk so I'm guessing that quote hits a mark with you as well somewhere very much so it's um very deeply rooted in my culture and my history so yeah very much so amazing oh what a great start so let's go Bianca let's see what your what, what love quote would you like to bring for us today well um I've been pondering over this, to be honest. There's so many, and I I, I tend to draw from music a lot, uh, as well as poetry. But um, the one that's been sticking out for me lately, especially in the last couple of weeks, um, I'm not really sure who it's attributed to, but it's, you can't pour from an empty cup. And the reason that is really important for me is, one, very deep rooted in my culture is an African philosophy of Ubuntu, which is I am because you are uh, loosely translated, but effectively the, 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 the concept of oneness and connected interconnectedness and for the, for everyone to, to benefit, you, you need to look at yourself first as well. So uh, linking up to with, with, with both what Claire and Alex were saying, you know, um, it is possible to, and also what Sophie and Lorna were saying the other day, it is possible to love other people without loving yourself, but the extent of which that love can be shared maybe is questionable then. So pouring from an empty cup it happens to so many of us. We're constantly giving out that love, but forgetting to re- receive it ourselves from ourselves. So um that's been a very important quote for me the last couple of weeks and it just strikes me as it did with the conversation with Sophie and Lorna how again we didn't sit down and go what quote are you bringing in fact you know Alex could have brought any one of a hundred I think given the books on a a desk but (laughs) it feels like already there's connection in there um you know you took the the it feels like something about like the network of of love that it doesn't exist on its own it's kind of you know grows and bounces which feels really 
kind of rooted in that quote that you brought, Alex. It's, uh, yeah, it amazes me. Mm, it, that really resonates with me, Bianca, because I feel like in the past few years, I've learned how to um, stop myself from not from emptying, if that makes sense, yeah. and that and showing that. I mean, people say, "Oh, self love" and all that kind of thing, but you know, taking some time for me, which I feel that I spent a lot of time um, sort of giving and giving, giving to others and to the projects that I was involved in. But actually, I wasn't thinking about how I was. Yeah. And um, and actually, I I feel that I'm much more um, grounded and maybe I'm a different I don't know better different practitioner now that I know how to care for myself and actually listen to when I, that cup is becoming emptied and thinking yeah. actually I need to do something for myself here and that's not um that's not me being selfish that's just necessary for me to to exist um, and it's, I feel potential. so true yeah it, it's interesting how we we get so caught up and stuck stuck on that idea of oh but this is selfish and selfish being something that's bad um I feel like I feel like selfishness is only negative if it's self-serving in a way that doesn't serve other people eventually so if you are looking after yourself and being selfish in that context it's because you're trying to fill your cup and then later you can share that love further and white more widespread because you've got you've got an abundance of it but when you're you're running on fumes, <laughs> so to speak, it's really difficult to make that love go further or extend in the ways that you want it to. So yeah, yeah, I love that, and that really kind of for me brings to life that Ubuntu philosophy in terms of I am because of you, and actually that connection between people. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And Claire, I'm going to come to you to ask, invite you for your quote, and probably it's your initial drive and energy that brought us all together and connected us through the AOB and the WhatsApp chats to chats, even chaps, chats to, to kind of bring us together to put the sessions on next week or this week around love. Um, so yeah, it feels fitting that you, you bring your quote to, to wrap things up and, as, and send us on our way into the two events this week. So I've got some lines of poetry by W.H. Auden uh, that have kind of circled around a little bit in my head while we've been campfiring and investigating and thinking together and um, so it's from a longer poem that he has written called oh tell me the truth about love so it's oh tell me the truth about love when it comes will it come without warning just as i'm picking my nose will it knock on the door in the morning or tread in the bus on my toes will it come like a change in the weather will its greetings be courteous or rough will it alter my life altogether oh tell me the truth about love Oh, um, that's beautiful and as you're talking Alex is holding up a quote which what is that I quote yeah which I suggest <laughs> might have been a, might have been something you were thinking about Alex <laughs> yeah, definitely was when you started reading that I thought oh my goodness <laughs> these unspoken connections so Claire what, what's that what's that you know what's the meaning behind that for you and why you've chosen to share that um I suppose so some of it does perhaps come down to this this spark of when love started to be named and explored at um, Creative Bravery Campfires and an AOB and these kind of communities that we meet in, it really lit this flame and there was this big curiosity. And I think for a lot of us, there was this feeling of there is a love that is significant and important to me, but doesn't seem really to be named or understood in the dominant cultures that we live in or the dominant culture that we kind of often experience in the organisations that we work in or um, in the communities that we 
move in between. Um, and I think just that questioning of like, tell me the truth about love. There's this part of us that really knows, knows maybe there's a truth, but then has different layers or divisions or insecurities or uncertainties that kind of like we've picked up through different years um, through maybe family experiences, through growing up in cultures where maybe we're marginalised or oppressed or kind of exploited. And this way in which we have lost connection with something which is actually... I'm struck how, how many people who have been with someone at the point of death or how many palliative care nurses or healers come and talk about, like, when it comes down to that moment of transition, for most people, a big theme is, like, how how did they love and did they love right and were they loved enough and um it's really something that we return to and yet it is something that feels like it's pushed to the margins of um kind of professional working active kind of the kind of middle phase of your life when you're kind of out in the world doing stuff it's like when you're a baby and your kids and when you're a yeah when you're on your deathbed then it really comes to the fore but it it gets silenced I think, and then we find ourselves questioning the truth of it. Um, and I think I feel a real loss around that. Um, and then a real gladness when I meet with people who want to get curious and search out those meanings and share those meanings and and build these communities that really seek to make love a lived experience, not just a thing that is named. And I think that's that's definitely something through the brief conversations that we've had and the conversations that we explore at the 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 campfire and the um you know this much I know about love session is you know that that complexity I think of especially you know in my head when I was growing up I think you know love was this romantic thing and we talked about that with Sophie and Lorna in terms of you know the you know that that thunderbolt that hits or the cupid arrow and that's love and it's that one thing and I think you know what you've all three of you talked about today is almost it feels like a network of love that's something that I've got in my head around you know growing up you know if you are to be human means to be loved those kind of things and you know the Ubuntu and the the net it feels like there's something it's not just this one thing that you give to one person it's kind of everywhere if you look for it and are open to it I think maybe that's what I'm hearing certainly you've just talked about Claire but also maybe more broadly from the conversations that we've had and and what we'll explore more deeply in the next week um so yeah so Bianca what's you know what sparked for you when you've listened to like, Claire talk, I, it's then? interesting when you're um just from all the different pockets there of the things that the three of you have shared there um something that keeps coming to mind that I've and also when I've been out and about this week was um, the roots of trees for some reason and how how they communicate with each other and how they are everything, everything that how they feed each other and um, how they share life with each other. And it made me think about our our interconnectedness in terms of love as well, that when when you show love and kindness to another person, you notice that spark of light and hope coming through the darkness for that person if if that's what they needed at that moment or it, it's it's almost like the different forms of love whether it be self-love or romantic love or all the different named ways like you said Claire of of expressing love or sharing love or receiving love it's they're all connected and and it's it's just really beautiful to to visualize that that interlinking roots and webs of of it um 
through the cosmos, so to speak. <laughs> I like that idea, like weaving its way, little roots underneath, kind of spreading love around wherever they go. So look, we'll, we'll wrap up in a second. I'm going to come to each of you in turn, maybe. We started with a quote. And maybe, you know, what what's in your head right now as we kind of leave this, um, you know, conversation uh, over a, over a, over the the Zoom wires uh, as we head to yeah this week, which will be the Creative Bravery Festival and lots of events going on with um, our this much I know about love on Tuesday night and then the the coffee and conversation love campfire on Wednesday. Um, so what yeah what what are, what are you leaving this conversation with, um, Alex? Maybe come to you first. <laughs> Sorry, putting you on the spot as you're heading out to your uh, <laughs> midwife film. Um. I think it's interesting that film is about how to make, you know, the the situ- um, the experience of birth a more uh, uh, kind of. I I feel like there is love in there. Why has someone made this film? You know, why 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 has someone made this film? Why is there all this research going into it? So I feel like it's quite um, consistent with what we're talking about. But I've just got this. Um, image of tree roots but also like how that connects in with our sort of human networks and all the different sort of networks that I've been involved with and I'm still in including this one friendship family and one thing that since we started having this conversation as a sort of collective group of people I've been really noticing where actually I think that there are moments of love um that we wouldn't really call love, if that makes sense. I've also noticed my own um, inability to um, maybe use, you know, get a bit embarrassing. Oh, I'm going to be doing this thing, talking about love. And it like, depending who I talk to, I feel confident about it or I don't. And that really makes me curious as to why I suddenly sort of panic saying that I will be talking about love and maybe is is. Yeah, something to ponder on for our conversation later in the week. Mm, definitely, that, that is intriguing, isn't it? Um, Bianca, what about you? What are you leaving leaving this conversation with your mind? Um, well, it's very much linked to what Alex is saying there. That um, throughout everything that we we discuss within our different networks and our and share in in our different communities and with the people we know and don't know. It's that that owning of our own story and loving ourselves through the process and realizing that it's one of the bravest things we can do. So that's what's going on in my head for for moving forward from today. Fabulous, thank you. And Claire, I'll come to you finally as our as the person who prompted and pulled this all together and prompted us all and, and brought us all together to, to explore love. Um, so how would you like to, how are you leaving and what's in your um, mind? I suppose, because I think disruption is a theme that has come up in the conversations that we've shared a lot. And I think there's a part of me that the more I think and reflect and experience and connect, the more I'm really curious about, like, how is it that our connection with and our confidence in and our joy and passion around love gets disrupted? Like, what what is it that's happening in our communities, our families, our politics, our society that, like, disrupts? that really strong central thing whether it's an emotion or a practice or whatever disrupts love and then how can we disrupt that disruption oh disrupting disruption that's definitely something to talk more about um so thank you all for sharing your quotes 
um, and your stories. And yeah, join us. So uh, Tuesday evening, seven o'clock for This Much I Know About Love, um, deep listening session where, where a number of us, well, each of us who've been on the podcast will be sharing a few thoughts. And then Wednesday, yeah, if you fancy being on, yeah, being part of the podcast conversation, bring your quote, bring whatever drink you want at seven o'clock on a Wednesday night. And we'll see where it goes. Um, so thank you all and go well into your evenings. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Lee. Go well, folks. Thank you. You have been listening to the Coffee and Conversation podcast, the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen. My thanks again to my guests, Alex, Bianca and Claire, and also to you for listening. You can find out more about our two events on love at the Creative Bravery website, www.creativebraveryfestival.com. Until the next time, take care. And remember, love is all you need.